everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Public Service Psychology Now. I'm Tiffany Fennell, current president of Division 18, at least for another few days. And this is a very exciting time because we have the convention right around the corner. In fact, it's this week. And, um, and I'm joined here today by our two convention program chairs, Melissa Rimfer and Kate Morris. And they're here to tell us all about what we can expect this week. Uh, just really briefly, Melissa uh, Rimfer is a professor at University of Missouri at Kansas City, and Kate Morris is a psychologist with the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Both of them are long-term, uh, long-time Division 18 members and have been very involved in the division from time to time over the years. And I know they've done some really incredible work this year, um, as this is our first time kind of coming together in person after or since the pandemic. And I know there are some um, important things that they want to tell us about and also some exciting events um, this week. So I'm going to turn it over to you guys. What can we expect this week? And thank you for, for being here on the podcast. Thanks, Tiffany. It's great to be here. This is Melissa. Um, I'm excited to um, head to APA this week. It is my first convention uh, since COVID that I've personally attended. And so it's really exciting. Um, happy to be here. I'm ex happy to work with Kate and, and get to see everybody and all the other division members. I think Melissa and I have really enjoyed our time helping to plan the convention. And across the seven sections of Division 18, we have a wide variety of topics covered in the presentations. And we're really looking forward to seeing who can make it um, and having you all enjoy the programming that our section members have worked so hard to put together. Can you tell us a little bit more um, or tell us about some of the programming that's scheduled and some of the things that people can expect to, um, to see when they come to the convention? Yeah, one, one, of the, um, uh, one of the things to point out about the convention this year is that we have the, um, as we mentioned, we're really excited about the live events um, gathering together live in Minneapolis. And so most of the convention is going to be focused on these, you know, wonderful live events that we're going to be able to participate in. So we're excited about the people that will be joining us in Minneapolis. Um, but on the flip side, APA recognizes that not everybody, you know, is going to be able to make it this year. And so there is a virtual option. And so that's something that um, folks might want to know about. I think, you know, a lot of people have probably realized that, but just kind of briefly to say a little bit about that. Um, the virtual only option for those who can't join us uh, provides uh, live streaming of several of the, the main stage events, the really, you know, kind of bigger popular um, events at APA. And so there are two channels that will be live streamed, the main stage and what is called the feature stage. So for uh, folks who register for the virtual option, they can live stream, um, watch those, you know, watch and interact with those live. They can submit questions for the speakers in advance and kind of engage in that um, experience with those events. And then they have uh, on-demand access for up to three months after the convention for those um, events, some of which are CE opportunities as well. The virtual attendees also will have access to the, um, the virtual poster hall. Um, the poster 
exhibitions. And so that's great. Um, people can check out the virtual agenda and some information about virtual registration at convention.apa.org. So that's a little bit about the virtual um, events. I believe that our section two has quite a variety of options. In particular, I'm quite excited for a solution-focused discussion of the moral risks of policing. And there's some really fabulous opportunities in regards to self-care, helping the helpers and addressing social justice burnout. I would like to point out that uh, a variety of our seven sections are holding some of their individual business meetings and social hours virtually. So for Division 18 members who are interested in participating but may not be there in person, it'll be imperative to ensure you're paying attention to the listserv in your inbox to participate in those particular events specific to your section. That sounds great. Because um, I know, you know, even though the convention is, is you know, going forward with being in person. I know many people who for a variety of reasons can't make it in person. So I'm really happy to see that not only are there some hybrid options for people to attend like the main APA convention, but also for our division members, they can still participate in some of our division activities like our business meetings, for example. That's really nice to hear. Yeah, and a lot of our, um... A lot of our um, division content, um, now these will be held on site, uh, but a lot of our division content, like the sessions, the symposia and things like that are co-sponsored with a lot of other divisions. And so I kind of wanted to highlight that as well. Some of the session titles that, that Kate just mentioned earlier, um, but we have several sessions that are co-sponsored with, um, for instance, clinical psych, division, 12, we have some overlap with um, Division 19 and, and several other divisions. So I think there'll be a lot of um, cross-divisional um, energy and um, opportunities to network there too. So that's kind of exciting. Um, I'm excited about some of our, we have quite a few division um, sessions that are going to be touching on trauma or trauma-informed care. I know that's something that is of interest to certainly a lot of our Division 18 membership, and there's a lot of great, couple great sessions on that. We have um, quite a few sessions that address cultural competence, um, some really innovative, um, culturally informed treatments that our members are developing or implementing across their various sites. Um, so that's something about the, the content that I wanted to highlight because we've got some division members doing some pretty innovative um, work across a lot of different public service settings. So I think that's well represented in our Division 18 programming this year as well. A lot of really cool things to look forward to, like you mentioned, trauma-informed care, um, okay. sessions on cultural competence, burnout. I know that's a, a really um, big topic right now uh, amongst a lot of colleagues that I've been speaking with. Um, so yeah, really so, some really important and timely topics for sure. Yeah. And speaking of timely topics, um, looking across the, the main stage APA offerings, 
some of the those events are really touching on very timely topics. There's a session on climate change and uh, understanding climate change as from a behavioral science lens in terms of what psychologists contribute to the the behavioral science around climate change issues. There's a session uh, related to reproductive health and reproductive justice that, uh, you know, kind of intersects with the recent um, Supreme Court decision, um, kind of touching on topical, timely issues there. Um, one of the sessions I'm uh, interested in and, and excited about is the Psychology of Equal Justice, which is a main stage offering this year. Um, that session is going to be highlighted by um, some really esteemed and well-known psychologists uh, who will be talking about uh, racism and bias in policing, creating uh, safe and just communities. And one of the kind of need to highlight that one of those speakers is our Division 18 uh, very own Joel Dvaskin, who will be one of the panelists or speakers in that um, session. I'm really looking forward to those too. We'll also, those of you that can join us virtually, the Division 18 Business Hour, we look forward to um, supporting and acknowledging the accomplishments of our peers as we um, present the Division 18 Annual Awards, which is always an exciting component. Yeah, I know we have a, we've announced our winners over the listserv, but it'll be really nice to formally acknowledge their accomplishments. Um, so if you do have um, some colleagues, sorry, that's my little one coughing. Um, but if you do have some colleagues, especially, please come out and join us for that business meeting. It will be virtual. So if you can't make it to Minneapolis in person, at least join us over Zoom for the business meeting to celebrate our colleagues who are just doing amazing work. I'm always so impressed. And for those of you that are able to join us in person, please do plan to stay for the happy hour because we'll have some wonderful refreshments and appetizers for us all to connect with our Division 18 colleagues and spend some valuable time together. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Please come find Kate and I. Come introduce yourself. Come meet us or see us. Please do. Please do. Are there any other... Um neat things uh, that we should expect or look forward to. For those of you that are um, coming in person, Melissa reminded me a while ago, it's important to download the app. That's really the easiest way, the convention app to navigate the large convention center and the different um, programming opportunities, but it's, it's much more simple to sift through all the information if you go about it that way. Yeah, I just downloaded that app myself yesterday and I was pleasantly um, surprised at how easy it was to navigate uh, some of the other meetings that I've been to have apps that aren't quite as user-friendly. So, um, so definitely download that, that app. It has maps of the area where the convention center is. Um, it's pretty, pretty easy and walkable uh, area in Minneapolis, but it's still helpful to have those maps because the sessions are spread out among a couple of different hotels around the the convention area. That's great when there's an app that's user friendly, <laughs> makes it easier to yeah uh, to find it the sessions yeah. and, and also just physically find your way around. Yeah, so that's that's awesome. 
Personally, I'm excited about the weather, the uh, sort of milder weather in Minneapolis this week for those who are joining or maybe thinking about joining. Um, it's going to be where I live and around the, the middle part of the country and southwest part of the country. It's going to be really hot later this week. So it's kind of nice to be going into 80 degree, only 80 degree temperatures in the upper Midwest in Minneapolis. So it should be nice. A nice reprieve for many of us in the country. Yes, for sure. And um, you're mentioning the app reminded me to also um, note that in the show notes uh, of this podcast, we'll put a link to some of the, um, the resources that Melissa and Kate mentioned, um, like for instance, the link to the APA's you know, uh, program events and also to our Division 18 um, program events too. Um, so that's easy, easy for you to find. And also um, I will, I'll personally work on getting our convention program brochure up on our website under the news and events section of our website. I've been a little bit of delay there, but we'll get that posted so you can, um, so you don't have to wonder where on our website to find it or try to search your inbox for that email that went out some days ago. Any, um, let's see, anything else? You guys mentioned so many things. I think this is, it's really exciting. Um, I think for, you know, folks to come back in person. Um, of course, sadly, I won't be in person um, because of my, uh, my newborn. I, I won't be traveling um, this year. And so I really regret that I'm gonna miss out on finally seeing people face-to-face -face since, you know, the, I think Chicago, <laughs> there she is, oh, convention um a few years ago um but at least i will hopefully see people virtually if if not you know um and then also um one other thing i wanted to um say is just my heartfelt gratitude to both you uh both of you kate and melissa um because this has been a kind of a strange year of having to figure out how are we going to pull off a convention that's both in person and hybrid, like what does that mean for our division activities? Um, and um, you guys have really rolled with the, a lot of uncertainty um, with grace and patience. And you just have, I'm just so, um, so grateful and so in all of you because I would not, I would have lost my cool a long time ago, I have to say. Um, but you guys have been just wonderful and you've put together a, an outstanding program. Um, and so just thank you so much. I think I speak for Melissa and myself and that we've really enjoyed it and we sincerely appreciate all of your support, Tiffany. You've come in and a few times when we were in a pinch and we sincerely appreciate it and um, supported us throughout the whole process. So thank you for that. Yes, absolutely. I agree with that. Thank you, Tiffany. And thank you, Kate and, and uh, you know, a lot of other um, co-chairs in the other divisions that we've worked with and, you know, um, gotten tips from, if you will. And um, so it's been it's been a, a fun year planning the convention. It's kind of hard to believe in a way that here we are excited to to finally see it come to fruition. But um, it's been a great experience. It's been a fun way for me to get back involved in Division 18 
um, after kind of taking a break from from some of those um, you know activities, leadership activities or whatever for a few years. Um, and it's been a fun way to get back into meeting people and getting to know the division leadership again and, and all that. So I would encourage anybody who thinks they might enjoy doing this in a future year to definitely consider it because it's a lot of fun. It's been fun working with Kate and um, it's fun to plan events. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure to work with Melissa. I will reiterate that. And also, I think those of you that may be nervous about volunteering for a position like this, Tiffany in her presidency uh, put in place a really important model where the most recent chair works with the incoming chair. So you sort of get your hand held or supported the first year with someone who knows what they're doing. So if you may be sort of intimidated by the task of helping to plan a convention, for the division, don't worry about it. it. It's really a fun activity in both, as you've heard, Melissa and I truly enjoyed it. So please don't hesitate to raise your hand in the future. We have a co-chair selected for Cal San Diego, I believe, for 2023, but we'll be looking for someone to work with her again to plan 2024. So please don't hesitate to raise your hand. Thank you for that. Um, and and a plug for getting involved in, in, in this, um, I, I think it meant Planning would be so fun. Um, so please stay tuned for those um, opportunities to volunteer. All right. Well, I hope you all are able to attend the convention in one way or another or attend those section meeting, you know, that you're a member of, if nothing else. Um, but again, thanks to Melissa and Kate for, for um, our programming this year's convention and then also for being here um, to give us the details about um, this exciting week. So I think with that, we'll sign off. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. And again, we'll put some links to some of the resources that were mentioned in the show notes so you can access them more easily. And hope you have a great convention week. Bye, everyone.